hard to imagine, but there was a time not all that long ago when there were no sworn females in law enforcement. They were dispatchers, maybe parking meter maids, jail matrons, and in most cases, secretary to a chief or sheriff. Needless to say, we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. In North Carolina, there are females working in state and local agencies, several female police chiefs, and at least one sheriff. But for 66 years, there has been an organization committed to enhancing the professionalism of women in law enforcement and promoting cooperation of training activities among law enforcement agencies in North Carolina. That organization is the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association and the topic of this episode of NCJA 1014. Hello, everyone. This is Kirk Puckett. My guest for this episode are Marky Morrison-Brown, Vice President of the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association and Captain of the Newburn Police Department's Criminal Investigations Division. Joining us in our discussion is retired Captain Henrietta Saunders, who in her working days was a member of the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. Ladies, welcome to NCJA 1014. Before we get started and get too deep talking about the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association, I'd like to take an opportunity to let both of you talk a little bit about yourselves and give us some highlights of your career. Captain Morrison Brown from Newburn, if you don't mind, I'd love for you to start. And again, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, just a little bit about myself. I'm currently in law enforcement with 19 years of sworn experience, with four years at the command level. I am a past recipient of the NCLEWA Woman of the Year Award and the proud mother to a four-year-old little boy. How about you, Captain Saunders? Good morning. Um, I am Henrietta Saunders, retired captain from Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. Um, retired 22 years, and I worked in the detention setting as an officer, training officer, sergeant, and captain. I also am a past recipient of the Nick Lua, which is the acronym for North Carolina Law Enforcement Women Association, a past recipient of the Woman of the Year Award, and also having served on the board for two terms. So it is indeed my pleasure to be a part of this podcast. And congratulations upon your service as well as your retirement. Glad to have you with us today. And thanks for taking time off of your retired uh, time card to, to spend a little time with us to talk about that. As long as I have you and you're still close to the microphone, tell us a little bit more about the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association, maybe how long it's been in, in existence and what's the primary focus? The North Carolina Law Enforcement Women Association organization has been incorporated um, since 1956, and it's a 5013C nonprofit organization. And it is an organization that is committed to enhancing the professionalism of women in law enforcement and giving them a better understanding of the criminal justice system. It also enables the women in law enforcement to better serve the communities in which they serve. So Nick Lua, and you hear me refer to that, that's the acronym, also has an executive leadership team, along with a two-year and three-year board of director positions, which are chosen by a majority vote from the members during the conference. The organization itself is great. It's an amazing organization for women in law enforcement. 
Captain Morrison Brown, you, in giving us your bio, you obviously have some extensive experience in law enforcement. But when did you first come to hear about the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association? And if you don't mind, as, as long as you're talking about that, talk about more specifically your role with the organization. Well, actually, in 2016, um, my previous chief, he suggested that I actually attend uh, one of the uh, Nick Lua conferences to the Justice Academy. Um, at that time, it was in Edneyville, North Carolina, and I had recently been promoted to a sergeant. So, of course, where I was at at my agency, um, there were minimal role models here uh, to connect with. And so by coming to this conference, I met several strong women there with various different roles, such as Captain Saunders. Now, currently, uh, with my role, I accepted the vice presidency position two years ago, um, which was a surprise after getting the Woman of the Year Award. And it has been an amazing experience as far as the people that I have networked with, connected with, mentored, advised, just had conversations with. And with all that, we continue to push Nick Lula forward. So obviously, you're on a, a track of ascension to become president of the organization. We'll be watching for you in the, in the years to come because you're in a leadership position in your full-time job, and now you're going to accept this volunteer leadership position as well. So you'll have your work cut out for you. We'll, we'll be keeping our eyes on you. What about you, Captain Saunders? How did you come to hear about the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association? I actually was introduced to um, this association by our current president, Marsha Williams. She attended um, the event a year before when she told me about it. Then I went to the next one. So it's because of her that I became a part of and have been ever since. And I'm thinking it was back in, uh, I think she joined in 2008. So I might have been a year or two behind her. So we've been in this organization for quite a while. And it has definitely been very, very rewarding to um, be a part of. As still, as a full-time police officer, Captain Morrison Brown, what does this organization mean to you? If you had to kind of reach inside of your heart just a little bit, and, and Captain Saunders just kind of made reference to that about having mentors and, and folks who are, who are strong law enforcement leaders who also happen to be females, talk about the organization itself and what it has done for you and what it means to you. Oh, my. Um, this organization... Uh, this has been a chance to network with other professionals in the criminal justice field, to share my personal and professional experiences with others. For example, um, the challenges that I face, just like so many others, as far as starting a family, and all the while balancing the demands of the position. Um, as I mentioned before, I came on as a sergeant. Uh, since then, I've promoted to lieutenant, and now I'm a captain. By going and having this membership, along with meeting individuals from the association and networking with others outside of the association, I've been able to talk about my experiences with, one, starting a family through non-traditional means, such as IVF, and then moving into taking on those new and additional roles, all while trying to be um, humbly uh, provide a model of experience provide information and resources to others. Well, from your responses, it's it's obvious that both of you have a passion for this organization. So as long as we're at it, we might as well do a quick recruiting commercial. If someone wants to become a member, 
Captain Morrison Brown, what's what's their first step? What do they need to do? Well, one, listen to the podcast. <laughs> but no, not just that. We want everyone to visit www.nclewa.com and click on Join Now. Um, there are four membership classifications, um, which are active, associate, privileged, and honorary. And all that information is actually on the website to review. But uh, I think uh, Captain's founders may have a little bit more information to provide on that. Well, let's see if she does. Well, uh, actually, in September of this year, the rates are going to go up to $50 per individual membership. Um, however, that membership will give you access to the website for training opportunities, job postings, networking, and mentoring. It will be a well-spent $50. <laughs> Okay. And, and may I say, I just want to compliment both of you on the website itself. It is very user friendly. So I think folks who might be interested in learning more about the organization or more importantly, wanting to join up, you're going to find a website that is is very well designed and extremely user friendly. Captain Morrison Brown, I want to come back to you once again. You previously mentioned an award, and I'll use your acronym as well, the Nick Lua Award. Can you break down that criteria and talk about some of the requirements and how people are qualified to receive that award? Well, first of all, I wanted to mention that this is the highest recognition in North Carolina for a female in law enforcement. And in order to be eligible for this award, first, the individual has to pay their dues for a consecutive three years. Second, not receive the award in the previous three years. Third, had outstanding service to the community and agency. Fourth, contributions and service to Nicola itself. And five, if there's any other achievements related to law enforcement, we want to know about that at your agency or outside of your agency. Keep in mind, this award is voted on by your peers. And that within itself is an extremely high compliment. Thanks for that response. Captain Saunders, let me come back to you. Organizations such as yours always have some pioneers who, who help keep up momentum. They went on the recruiting trail or, or maybe even became that recognizable face that people associate with an organization like the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association. Are there any members, and I would certainly say past or present, that have been impactful to the organization? Oh, we have many members. Um, several agencies have supported the efforts of Nick Lua. In the past 10 years, we've had the support, uh, as you previously mentioned, the four chiefs that were appeared on the Megan Kelly show, Chief Gina Hawkins, retired Fayetteville Police Department, Chief Cassandra Deck Brown, retired Raleigh Police Department, Chief C.J. Davis, previous Durham PD chief, Chief Patrice Andrews, which is the current Durham police chief, and Sheriff Paula Dance of Pitt County. Um, we also have Chief Felicia McAdoo of Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office, and she was also one of our guest speakers at one of the conference banquets. And we have Chief Talissa White, who is the first female detention chief. And so. Um, the four women that appeared on the Megan Kelly show today show were presented a $20,000 scholarship donation from Bank of America to Nick Lewis. So that in itself was phenomenal. And it's, it's just the regular officers 
that are hard. They impact us daily um, from what it is that they do. And our own president, Marsha Williams, um, has impacted the agency, this organization. And so, and she's doing great things along with the help of our very own vice president, Marquis or Captain Morrison Brown. So the women are really doing it. And they um, always do. So with that in mind, and, and by the way, that is a virtual who's who of females in law enforcement in the state of North Carolina. And thank you. Thank you for highlighting those. Uh, Captain Morrison Brown, I want to come back to you. If you've got folks like this who are part of your organization, who are leaders within their own agency, but are willing to be part of an organization such as North Carolina Law Enforcement Women, there must be some milestones that have been created over that period of time to a certain extent of which I'm sure uh, have been better as time goes on. So talk about some of the milestones in Nicolua. Well, uh, thank you. Um, I wanted to mention that within the past uh, two years, um, Nicolua has been a part of several different initiatives and projects. And with that being said, this wouldn't have been possible without our current leadership. Um, the 30 by 30 initiative is one. Our current president has also reached out and been a presenter at the Research Triangle Institute International, which is located here in North Carolina. And additionally, there is the International Association of Directors of Law Enforcement Standards and Training, which is IDLS. And our own president has been involved with initiatives with that particular association to develop training and fine-tune training and equipment for law enforcement officers today. But jumping back just to Nick Lua, we're continuously evolving and evaluating how law enforcement and the criminal justice system or profession can work together. In 2002, we began the process to update our logo. Um, the previous logo was a picture of a female in uniform pointing a gun with a flashlight. We thought that we should bring that particular logo into the now, so to speak. And by 2023, our logo now consists of several women in various outfits above the state of North Carolina, representing all in the law enforcement and criminal justice profession. I think that that is a milestone that we have to acknowledge today. Well, certainly as, as time changes, things like that that may seem minor, to those of us on the outside, certainly are major to those of you who, who have a passion for it and, and are next to it. So certainly glad to see things like that happen. And, and, I, and again, I just want to say from my perspective of looking at the website and, and kind of drilling around in different places, it, it's very impactful. And I think the fact that you're talking about updating your logos and, and doing things in a different way also says to me that you're not complacent and, and you're going to continue to make things ascend within your organization in a very positive way. And from a membership standpoint, if I were thinking about joining, that certainly would be one of the things that I would be attracted to. Speaking of the website, Captain Saunders, I saw on the website that there is going to be a training conference coming up in the fall. Can you hit some of the highlights of that? Oh, sure. Um, also, the conference that's upcoming, we know that there are costs associated with the conference, and we are aware that every agency cannot afford to send all of their women personnel 
to such trainings. However, we want to try and capture as many criminal justice professional and agencies as possible, regardless of the agency size. So I had to put that out there because some of the smaller agencies um, really can't afford to send three, four or five women at the same time and because of staffing needs as well. So um, in partnering with the North Carolina Justice Academy, the conference attendees actually receive 24 continuing education credit hours. And so the Justice Academy chooses relevant courses that will provide great training to our members. And um, Marquis, Captain Brown, is going to tell us the dates and times of the next conference coming up. And if you all are not doing anything, you might want to come. Yes, ma'am, that's right. The 2023 conference will be held September 18th through the 21st at Shell Island Resort. That's at 2700 North Lumina Avenue in Wrightsville, Beach, North Carolina. The conference registration currently is $175, and you must register using the North Carolina Justice Academy ACADIS portal and the NICLUA website. Most importantly, remember, you must be a member before you can register on the NICLUA website. FYI, on the last day of our training conference, the association typically hosts a banquet to honor the new woman of the year. And at the same time, we also make a presentation for our criminal justice scholarship recipient. In addition to the President's Award, it's a great time and we hope everyone will sign up and come. Well, it sounds like you all have obviously done a great deal of planning. And I know that things like that don't happen in a short order. So congratulations to you both, as well as those within your organization who have been vigorously working, I'm sure, behind the scenes to have a very successful conference come September. And I know certainly your members and maybe some of the folks who are listening today have gotten their interest peaked just a little bit. And it may be worth your while to uh, seek an opportunity to go down to that training conference. Ladies, our time has expired here on this episode of NCJA 1014. I want to thank you again for being part of this and talking more and shedding light on your organization, the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association. According to the latest statistics, females make up about 13% of the law enforcement workforce nationwide. Fortunately, there are organizations like the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association that are working to see that number increase. As noted on their association website, through training and networking with other female law enforcement professionals, members are able to broaden their views and understanding of the criminal justice system. Having that broad, well-balanced understanding of law enforcement and the criminal justice system allows for members to better serve their communities and excel in their own careers. Some of the information you've heard on this podcast will be included in the show notes. Be sure and check those out. My guests today have been Captain Marquis Morrison-Brown, Vice President of the North Carolina Law Enforcement Women's Association and Captain of the Newburn Police Department's Criminal Investigations Division. Joining us on our discussion is retired Captain Henrietta Saunders, who in her working days was a member of the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. This is Kirk Puckett, and until our next episode of NCJA 1014, please stay safe. NCJA 1014.